You are listening to the Today I Found Out podcast, where each weekday we provide an interesting story that is going to feed your brain. You can read more great articles like this by going to todayifoundout.com. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of the Today I Found Out daily podcast with me, Simon Whistler. In this episode, you're going to learn that caffeine doesn't actually stunt your growth. And then, in the bonus fact section, you're going to learn why caffeine might actually be good for you. Let's get started with today's episode. Caffeine does not stunt your growth. We all remember being 12 years old and seeing your mum guzzling down her third cup of coffee and really wanting some. When we asked if we could have a cup, the response was always the same. No, caffeine will stunt your growth, as if being tall was a necessary element in survival. It turns out, though, that caffeine will not hinder you growing to NBA-like proportions. It isn't known how this old wives' tale came into societal acceptance. It probably gained some traction with numerous studies showing that drinking caffeine will increase the amount of calcium that gets excreted in your urine. Calcium is a necessary element for bone health. So, it isn't too far-fetched to say, because of this, adolescents shouldn't drink it or they might inhibit the ability of their bodies to grow healthy bones. The problem with this idea is that no study to date shows this link. I'm not one to say anything without solid evidence, so let's look at how our bones grow and what, if any, effect caffeine has. When we're in the womb, our bones are actually still cartilage. This cartilage doesn't have any minerals like calcium in it. As we develop, calcium and phosphate salts start to accumulate on the cells of the cartilage. The cartilage cells then begin to die off, and the minerals are left with pockets in between them where blood vessels begin to grow. This process is called ossification. After birth, as we grow, most of the cartilage is turned to bone. The only cartilage left is on the ends of the bone, articular cartilage where the joints are, and in the growth plates known as epiphyseal plates. As we grow, our bone cells get absorbed by specialized cells called osteoclasts. Other cells, called osteoblasts, help build new bone cells. They do this by having collagen fibers on them that help collect calcium and other salt minerals. This process is called remodeling. Several hormones within our bodies help in this process. Parathyroid hormone, glucocorticoids, thyroid hormone, vitamin D metabolites, calcitonin, human growth hormone, and gonadal steroids. What makes our bones grow longer as we age are the epiphyseal plates. These areas still consist of cartilage cells, chondrocytes, that can turn into more bone. When we are younger, our bodies have more osteoblasts, bone builders, than osteoclasts, bone absorbers. The result is increasing bone length and size. As we age, our bodies begin to produce more estrogens. Yes, even in men. This circulating estrogen causes the growth plates to close and become solid bone. They do this by increasing the rate of apoptosis, cell death, of the chondrocytes. So the question remains, what role does caffeine play in this process, if any? We know that caffeine will increase the amount of calcium our bodies get rid of. We know that calcium is needed to create new bone cells. According to the National Academy of Science NAS, the recommended calcium intake to maintain healthy bones is 1,000 to 1,200 mg per day. One 8-ounce cup of coffee will increase the amount of calcium in your urine by 18.75 mg, meaning to replace the excess calcium lost by drinking coffee, you would need to add one tablespoon of milk to that same cup. The NAS recommends that if you limit your caffeine intake to no more than 300 mg and you take the recommended amount of calcium, you will maintain healthy bones. 
For reference, that's 16 ounces of brewed coffee, or six 12-ounce cans of the average soft drink. This is backed up by several studies on the effects of caffeine and bone health, such as a recent study published in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, which found that the only people who had an increase in bone loss due to caffeine intake were women aged 65 to 77 who had a variation in their vitamin D receptors. They found if these women drank more than 300 milligrams of caffeine per day over a three-year period, they would be at a greater risk of osteoporosis. The only other people who showed abnormal bone loss due to caffeine were elderly people who didn't get the recommended amount of calcium in their diets. Young people had no decrease in bone loss from caffeine intake, even if they didn't get the recommended amount of calcium in their diets. A National Institute of Health study concluded the amount of exercise the average young person gets compared to the elderly was most likely the reason. Exercise causes microfractures within the bones that increase bone metabolism. The result is healthier bones. This was backed up by another study that followed 81 adolescents over six years. Even those who drank the highest levels of caffeine had no difference in bone density or growth compared to those who had no caffeine. So when your 14-year-old asks if he can have a sip of your venti caramel macchiato, rest assured that it won't hinder his growth. It might, however, get him hooked on the most addictive legal drug known to man. No worries, though. We can't all be perfect parents. And now for today's bonus facts. While caffeine doesn't stunt your growth, it does have some unwanted side effects. It can increase your blood pressure. If you drink more than 250 to 700 milligrams per day, you can experience headaches, nausea, anxiety, insomnia, and heart palpitations. Coffee contains tannic acid, which will stain your teeth. For pregnant women, drinking two cups of coffee a day increases the chance of having an underweight baby. Underweight babies can lead to spontaneous miscarriages. On the other hand, if you're not pregnant, get enough calcium in your diet, and drink enough water, caffeine can be quite good for you. For women, drinking one to three cups of coffee a day reduces their risk of cardiovascular disease by 24%. It also protects against breast and uterine cancers. For men and women, caffeine decreases your chance of getting liver cancer and type 2 diabetes. For you athletes out there, caffeine does help with circulating levels of calcium. The result is more forceful muscle contractions. This effect is so beneficial that the International Olympic Committee bans the presence of caffeine in urine levels exceeding 12 mg a litre. You would have to drink about 8 cups of coffee within about 2 hours of the event to exceed these levels. You just listened to the Today I Found Out daily podcast. This podcast is brought to you by todayifoundout.com and is produced by spokenmatter.com. To get more great content just like this, head on over to spokenmatter.com forward slash todayifoundout, where you'll find our brand new five-hour-long audiobook for just $5. And if that's not enough listening for you, Audible are the leading audiobook provider in the world with over 100,000 titles to choose from. Grab a free audiobook on us if you sign up today by going to todayifoundout.com forward slash audible. Thanks for listening.